Welcome to the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska, as we celebrate solstice in Alaska. The longest day of the year. Few places celebrate like we do, but one of them has been doing it much longer, and that is our good friends from Sweden. Oh, yes. Today, our, we're joined by my good buddy Anders from Sweden. We're going to talk about midsummer. It's Swedish fun. Yes, it's all about the Swedes today and the longest day of the year. But that's not all. We're going to explain why, unlike Swedes, we got five random Swedish facts. Plus, we're going to talk about Americans being fucking morons. Ah, Maria. Lovely Maria joins us for a makeup or breakup. Idiot of the day. Foodie roundup. And fun under the midnight sun in a twisted, weird way. From the cabin in Crapper Creek, it's the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. It's the uh, Anders and Anderson show today. I've got my man Anders Lederberg in here from Sweden joining us today. We've been having a good time. Um, here's the problem, though. These guys come to... I got to go into total detox when they leave. Total detox. It's, uh, we've done well. This trip. Yes, we know. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, he's in visiting for a little bit. You know, it's funny because yeah, really, there's only a couple places on earth that really know how to celebrate solstice. Fairbanks and Sweden. That's just, that's just it. I mean, even other places in Alaska don't really celebrate it like we do. I don't think Juno does anything. Anchorage, it's, you know, it's just something about probably, it's like ours, but they include meth, probably. <laughs> Uh, right now, a uh, quick look at the weather forecast. I got my man, Andrews. We can do that idiot of the day coming up. Some weather. <clears throat> now, weather. All right, Andrews, what's the weather forecast like going into the weekend? Uh, today, it's going to be solid. Områden med rök, tyvärr. Och det kommer att bli ungefär 70 grader Fahrenheit. Fredag natt, mest molnigt. Under kvällen. Och det kommer in mer och mer moln. Uh, små områden med rök. Uh, it will be uh, ungefär 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. And Saturday, mostly sunny. Uh, mest soligt. Areas of smoke. Uh, områden med rök. Uh, and about 80 degrees. Ungefär 80 grader. Yeah. And that was the weather forecast in Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, time for our idiot of the day. This is a fun part where we make fun of really stupid Americans, which is, as you know, so easy to do. So here's the first segment. Let's get you with the idiot of the day. Here we are. <clears throat> it's time for the crapper idiot of the day. All right. Here's our idiot of the day today. Now, it sounds like, Anders, this guy was either trying to spy on his ex-girlfriend or he misses his cat way too much. A woman in Northern California threw a high school graduation party for her kid last Tuesday and her ex-husband showed up for it. 44-year-old Charles Coral. And at some point during the party, she realized someone had hidden a GoPro Pro camera in a very weird spot inside the cat's litter box where they poop. <laughs> it's like... I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like what? It's like uh, living at uh, Glenner's house. <laughs> the cat box was in the bathroom. So we assume it was pointed out to catch somebody with their pants down, not the cat. 
No one at the party would admit they put it there, so the woman called the cops, who found 30 minutes of footage on it, and it turned out Charles had accidentally recorded himself setting it up. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so we'll be looking out for pro cameras in, oh. in our toilet. In your yeah, house yeah, yeah, yeah. At least in the cat. Well, luckily the cat box is in the garage, so oh. you're okay there. So there you go. That's your idiot of the day. From the farthest North Rock station in the world... It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. I know you're on a diet. You want to look good for summer, but come on. You got to blow all that off because it's time for a foodie roundup. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's your foodie roundup this week. Ooh, we have another uh, supply chain food issue. This week, it's Sriracha to go along with the baby formula and the tampons. I don't know how those go into... But hey, you know what? If you're low on sriracha, your colon will thank you. Your colon is probably the only one that's excited about the shortage in sriracha. I was never a sriracha guy. I know a lot of people put it on everything now, right? It's kind of like salsa has. It's kind of taken place of ketchup here in the States. I'm still, if I use ketchup, I still, I, I like, uh, I'll still put ketchup on a, uh, on a burger with fries. That's probably, uh, maybe scrambled eggs sometimes or like an omelet. I'll, I'll like some ketchup. A new survey on BuzzFeed asked people if they put ketchup on a bunch of different foods. Some traditional, some aren't. Hot dogs, 85% say yeah. Uh, I'm torn. I'm kind of like Clint Eastwood. Nobody, I mean, nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog. Fries, 83%. All right. Burgers, 82%. Chicken nuggets, mm, 69% do. I thought that's what the dip stuff is for, right? You know, your ranch and your honey and whatever. Eggs, 29%. All right. I, I'm a, Grilled cheese, ugh, 21% put ketchup on grilled cheese. Other sandwiches, 14%. And 9% put ketchup on pasta. Now, my Swedish friends make spaghetti and use ketchup, which is weird. 14%, finally, 14% say they will eat ketchup just by the spoonful. That is disgusting. All right, you had a bad day? Did you have a bad day? Do you get through it with chocolate? You know, 52% of people say chocolate alone can get them through a bad day without losing it. More than 7 in 10 people agree it lifts their mood in general. The survey also found 3 in 4 people reward themselves with chocolate. And the idea that everyone loves chocolate is basically true. Less than 3% of people avoid chocolate or never eat it. I'm not a big fan. Unless they're changing the word um, bong hits. Because <laughs> you could probably do that. 52% of people say bong hits gets them through a day without losing it. More than 7 out of 10 agree bong hits lift their mood in general. See, that would work. But chocolate, go for it. Whatever gets you through. Whatever gets through the day. Some would say tequila. Who am I to judge? Speaking of chocolate, one report said that chocolate was only a... uh, Here's the thing. This would have been tragic, uh, but delicious way to die. Two workers at an M&M factory in Pennsylvania had to be rescued when they got trapped in a huge vat of chocolate. Now, one report said the chocolate was only about waist deep, which is lucky. Otherwise, they could have drowned. Somebody called 911 around 2 p.m. said they, two people weren't hurt, but they couldn't get out. They were taken to a hospital. No word on if it ruined the entire batch. 
<laughs> I don't know. It took a while because rescuers had to navigate their way through around a bunch of little orange men doing a song and dance number. Yeah. You do the midnight snack thing? Next time you need a midnight snack. Here's a cheat sheet. According to a nutritionist, these are some of the best late night snacks. Some of them are bad for you. They give you nightmares. They just don't do you a solid. Sliced turkey. The protein fills you up. The tryptophan helps you sleep. Cheese and crackers. Cheese also has tryptophan. Veggies and hummus. Low option or low cal option. Cherries and pistachios. The fat and protein and pistachios fill you up. Studies found cherries can help you sleep. Because they're packed with melatonin. Bananas and peanut butter. Same thing. Tryptophan, potassium, cereal, protein bars, or snack bars. All right. And finally, have you heard of healthy Coke? Or basalmic vinegar with sparkling water? It's a thing. Yeah, don't. It's your foodie roundup. So a new survey says that uh, it talks about our favorite sex positions. And yeah, I think they're, they're fairly, you know, there's nothing really uh, too crazy about this. Uh, missionary, doggy, reverse cowgirl, and spooning. Uh, those are the ones. I, I, I know, I know right now you're thinking of a million others, you sick bastards. But those are the foremost. I'm just saying those are the ones. We're all adults here. We can talk about that. I'm sure 69 was on the list. And if you're offended by that, that means you know what it is and you're old enough not to be offended by that. So stop it. Grow up. It does raise a question. Uh, who comes up with the names for these sex acts? I mean, all right, doggy mission. Okay. I guess some of them are self-explanatory. Especially when there's so many viable options. Uh, I've got a list here of things that sound like sex acts, but they're not. We should figure out how to make these sex acts. I'm sure we could come up with a way. Wordling. Hey, baby, want to try the Sasquatch? That's only when you're doing it with girls from Esther. Uh, Bobbleheading. That sounds like a dirty sexual. It's not. I just made it up. But the the reverse Zelensky. <laughs> Ooh, have you tried the deflated airbag? <laughs> Ooh, one you don't want to try, especially when you're drunk, hasselhoffing. Don't don't even attempt it. Ah, and then who can forget? Once the kids are in bed, you got to go for the old Tallahassee snickerdoodle. Hedgehogging. I don't know what hedgehogging is. The Cumberbatch. <laughs> All right. Man bunning. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And finally, you got to finish with the wolf blitzer. Hello. That was just some of my favorites. Don't judge me. on this Friday morning, getting you ready for another weekend in Fairbanks. It's the Anders and Anderson show. My man Anders from Sweden in with us. Anders, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, pretty good. All right, good, good, good. Uh, having a good time in Alaska so far? Yeah, it's we, awesome. We, we did the solstice party the other night. We did a midsummer party the other night at my house. And uh, here's the deal. We had some folks, you had never seen that movie Midsummer, right? You'd never no, seen no, it. No, 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 never. And then we watched it. It's a horrible film. Yeah, it really is worth, worst thing I ever seen. <laughs> 
So there were some people thinking that's what this party was going to be. No. Because we all wore white. The girls had the the flowers and the wreaths. We had a big, long table, lots of copious amounts of wine and axe throwing and meatballs and uh, uh, pickled herring and everything. And uh, and then we finally showed you the movie, and, and you told me most of it is not really Swedish. No, never. It's a cult thing. Yeah, it was a cult. Now, there was parts of it that were very midsummer. Uh, yeah. uh, the maypole, uh, the sunlight. Yeah. Um, you know the the drinking of the schnapps. The uh, a lot of that was and in the, the movie. Schnapps songs. Yes. Yeah. They could. Yeah. Now, now we sing that one. How does it go? Uh, oh. And then you drink right yes, there, right? Yes, then you drink. Then you take the shot, then... Hop, kung, hop, father, There you go. You have to do that 10 or 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> My man Anders, all the way from Yavla, Sweden. Uh, we got the Crapper Creek World News Report, the Swedish edition. Okay, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. With your headlines, here's my man Anders. Anders, what do we got today? 2% of America's befolkning have never been to the doctor. We have a name for them, West Virginians. In a little new undersökning, the worst with summeren is to see a... You can make something up. Nobody's going to know. Shirtless neighbor with a hairy man boobs. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it is leading. And who are man with boobs? Yeah. With breast. Okay. A new undersökning enligt sperms. Sometimes kvinnliga egg och de antagligen ser ingenting av dem. Och... <laughs> Samtidigt så <laughs> It's a game Cincinnati Zoo eh, Köpte en eh, terapi eh, Unge till eh, Their new ape His name is Buddy <laughs> Men de kallar den eh, Just call him God, God. <laughs> That's your headlines And that's the Crapper Creek Buggers Report He's been playing music since then, since that song with Jimi Hendrix, who was his good friend. That is one Carmine Apiece, who's with us right now. Legendary rock and roll drummer. Hi, Carmine. How you doing, bro? Good. Speaking good, of man. playing, I'm in my studio playing right now. Really? Give me, g- g- yeah. could, could you set the phone down and just give me a quick rip? Uh, I'll do a riff on a snare drum, because that's what I'm doing right now. So All right. <laughs> How's that? Oh, it gives me chills. That's just awesome. Right on. All right. <laughs> that's very cool. Carmine Apiece, uh, of course, a legendary drummer. Now, um, you, you knew Jimi Hendrix. You actually knew Jimi Hendrix. Is there something about Jimi that people don't know or don't understand that you do that you could share about Jimi Hendrix? Well, I don't know. I mean, before he was Jimi Hendrix, his name, he used to, well, he's Jimi Hendrix by 
by his name, but before that he was Jimmy James and the, and the Blue Flames when I played with him in clubs in New York, and he used to slick his hair straight back, right? So his hair was straight back. Really? Kind of like mine is now. And, uh, yeah, he did that uh, that look, which was the Jimi Hendrix experience, when he grew his hair out with no slicking. Right. And then he had the other guys in the band perm their hair so it looked like an afro. Yeah, and, and they all went out. Right. Yeah, you know? he did. He really did. That's wild. Good stuff. So that's why we always come to Carmine for fun information. Uh, here's something that's kind of cool. Some uh, rock music Guinness World Records. Do you know? Okay. And I'll, I'll ask you about a couple of these. They're very obscure. For instance, the first music video to be banned by MTV, believe it or not, it was... Queen's video for Body Language in 1982 because of the homoerotic undertones and excessive skin. Oh. <laughs> first, hey. Who was the first band to destroy instruments on stage? The Who. Uh-huh. Yeah, 64. Townsend destroyed his guitar after accidentally breaking the neck of it on a low ceiling, flipping it around. He got mad, and after that kind of became a thing. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Where's another one that's kind of cool? Let's see. The shortest music concert ever was also The Who. And believe it or not, it was just back in 2007 in Tampa, Florida, I believe. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it lasted 13 seconds because Roger Daltrey hit the stage, realized he he had been sick earlier, and he couldn't sing. He hit that first, uh, couldn't even hit it. Said sorry. And 13 seconds, first concert. That's pretty cool. And I believe uh, our good friend uh, John Button, who, of course, uh, took over for John Entwistle, one of them, uh, a Fairbanks boy, guy I went to school with, uh, plays bass for them now, and I I don't know if he was with them then. Um, Most encores ever at a music concert. Believe it or not, it was The Cure. In 2004 and five. they returned to the stage five times at the end of three of their concerts during that time. That's a little excessive. No, I didn't know about that. I mean, we we, we did that with in, in our days with Rod and BBA and stuff. Oh, really? Like that. Five though? Wouldn't you just stay out there? Yeah. But you, they just kept wanting you, and you just kept going. So backstage, when that happens, you go. Do you guys get together and go? All right, do we do this again? Do we go back out just there stay, again? Just stay out there. Yeah, just stay out there. And then, of course, you know, you can always do that once the house lights come up. It's like, okay, we're done. That's kind of like the cue, right? That's it. When the house lights come up, that's when it's done. That's when it's done. It's like it, it, it's like you telling them to go away. Don't, don't go away, Matt. It's time to go away. It's kind of like uh, when you have the house party and you start cleaning. That's a cue that the party's over. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Uh, the most memes ever used in a music video is Weezer. Of course, it would have to be something, you know, it's not going to be Zeppelin. <laughs> they didn't even know. Most uh, music tracks released within one week, Pearl Jam, believe it or not. They released, wow. yeah, in May of, I didn't know this, last May, they released 5,404 live tracks from 14 years worth of shows to their digital archive. The largest uh, the largest electric guitar in the world, Carmine, modeled after a 1967 uh, Gibson Flying V, 43 feet long. And it's uh, an actual guitar that you can play. Or yes, it's I playable. Mean, look at the, the rock, the rock and roll hard rock hotel has a, you know, many many stories of a Gibson Les Paul. Wow. Yeah, this one so it says the building is built like a Gibson Les Paul. It goes up on a 50, 60 stories. Oh wow. 
This is actually a playable um, 43 foot long, seven and a half inches. Let me, it's 43 foot long, seven and a half inches tall. I don't get that. And over 16 feet wide, and it's playable. It's a, so it's a, like a guitar. It's like a guitar. So there you go. Uh, now, coming up this weekend, you are going to be uh, playing some music with Cactus. And Pat Travers. Pat Travers and Cactus. Where are you guys playing at? We're playing Cincinnati on Saturday and Sunday, Detroit. But also coming to the Detroit one is Derek St. Holmes that sang all the big hits with Ted Nugent. He's playing the night before. So he's going to hang out. We're hoping that Jim McCarty, our original Cactus guitarist, will show up. And we're going to have some good fun that night. Excellent. That's Carmine Apiece, dude. I'm loving the Cactus album. Always like hearing from him. We'll talk again next week. Okay, brother. See, See you now. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, I've got another one of these uh, makeup or breakup. This is an interesting question, and it kind of fits with the time, so that's why we bring in lovely Maria. Hi, Em. Hey, baby. All right, so here's the deal. Now, you've been following this uh, whole uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing more than I, and you guys kind of just out of uh, um, uh, gross curiosity, you and uh, Christina there in the office, correct? Yeah, I get these little weird updates. Right, right, right. And I guess it's supposed to be wrapping up soon, but... Here comes another episode of Makeup or Breakup, and it kind of involves that. And we usually use the you for the segment, so let me read the letter. Okay. <clears throat> and it goes like this. <laughs> My girlfriend and I have become obsessed with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. My girlfriend is on Team Amber and has made the trial more about a societal struggle of women than a trial between two nutjob celebrities. It blows my mind that my girlfriend could actually side with her. She believes that this trial shows just how society always discredits women and when they are abused by toxic males. My girlfriend is so vocal and locked in her opinion that her comments make me irate. I'm not as team Johnny as I am against Amber. I think the trial has shown that she is horrible and toxic, and I believe that she should have to pay for the character assassination of Depp in her op-ed piece in the Washington Post. The trials brought out this crazy social justice side of my girlfriend that I never knew existed, and I'm not sure I like it. I'm starting to wonder if this is something I can ever look past. Is this a ridiculous reason to flush five good months down the toilet? What happened before the trial? There you go. Makeup or break. They've only been together five months, and now she's starting to get on the soapbox. So, makeup or breakup, Em? Well, five months, and and she's already behaving that way? Then think about it five years from now. <laughs> I mean, how much fun is that going to be? And it could be something over something stupid like Judge Judy. <laughs> Who, by the way, I love. I'm not. Right. Love I'm Judge Judy. No, 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 no. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it, it, well, and I don't know if it's necessarily her problem or his. Because maybe he's just a little too sensitive. I don't know. But regardless, five years down the road, it ain't going to be a pretty picture. All right. So you're seeing breakup with this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. All right. Breakup. All right. There we go. Yeah, because, I mean, seriously, it's not even a part of their lives. They, they don't know Amber or <laughs> I know. It's like, are you really going to fight over something that really isn't, doesn't affect you? It's not a part of your well, life I at think all. what he's looking at is the, it's that it, it is the, um, I don't know, the, like you said, that it. 
it kind of it's a nice little uh, snapshot into her psyche and the kind of person she uh, really is. Yes, the if, aggressive tendency. If she claims every you know women are all victims and they oh, oh and this geez. is what society does, and you're like the opposite Cry of that. Cry me a friggin' river already. There you go. <laughs> so uh, before I go, uh, Team Johnny or Team Amber? Um. Man, I am totally on the fence. I'm kind of, I see some crap about, Am, you know, she's a shit show. Excuse the French. She's a shit show, but uh, again. All right, I'm, I'm excusing that. I can only bleep out so much French here, Em. But, but Johnny Depp's a little off his rocker, too. So, I mean, maybe they were just made for each other. I don't know. Well, so, there you go. All right. Thanks, baby. All right. Love you, honey. Fun with my homeland of Sweden on the podcast this week. Swedish company has created a new vegan burger that claims it tastes like human flesh. You know what? I'm going to take their word for that. <laughs> Who, You know, other than Hannibal Lecter, who's going to argue that? Jeffrey Dahmer's, he's dead. It's made from soya, uh, mushrooms, wheat protein, as well as plant-based fats and a mysterious spice mix, it says. Now, do we need... Why human flesh is my question here. Why are we trying to give people the taste for human flesh? Is that a good idea? How about if you're going to make a veggie burger, you just make it taste like a good burger. Veggie burgers are nasty enough. We don't need it to also taste like Uncle Roy. I don't understand that. Especially from the Swedes. This is very unswedish that they would do this. But, you know, it's keeping with our Swedish theme, I guess, for midsummer, right? All I know is next time I go to visit Sweden for midsummer, I ain't eating a burger, I'll tell you that. Next thing you know, I'm going to have a craving for like, you know, thighs. <laughs> Not chicken ones. Oh, man, you know what would go great with this human-tasting veggie burger? <laughs> I don't know, a nice Chianti and some fava beans, maybe. <laughs> it's the uh, Anders and Anderson Show. My man, Anders Lederberg, in here from Yevla, Sweden, to join us today. Hey. Hello. Hey, humidity. Yeah, yet the bra. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, time now for five random facts. And now it's time for five random 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 facts. Uh, these uh, today, facts from Sweden. So you can help me back this up, okay? okay? Tell me if these are true. Sweden imports garbage. Sweden has one of the world's best waste handling and recycling systems. In fact, its system is so sophisticated, less than one percent of household waste generated in the country is sent to landfills. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Wow. And almost half of the country's electricity comes from renewable resources. Yeah. Wow. That's that's true. And Sweden often resorts to importing garbage from foreign nations to keep its state-of-the-art recycling plants in operation. That's true, too. (laughs) That's great. Um, Sweden is experiencing a baby boom. Rates across Europe unions have fallen in recent years. However, Sweden is the highest fertility rate in the European nation. So you guys are having a lot of sex. Unprotected Uh, sex. That's true. (laughs) Sweden was the world's first country to permit uh, sex change operations. Oh, 
Oh, my, I made... 1972. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, the Swedish capital, which is my favorite city on earth, Stockholm, stretches across 14 islands. The archipelago. Yep, that's true. That's a good one. Um, Europe's oldest national parks are in Sweden. Yes, in the very north. Sweden is the world's lar- a third largest exporter of music. Yes. Right behind the, the United States and the UK. Number three is Sweden. Yeah, that's amazing. Sweden was the first country to ban spanking by parents. Spanking each other is yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. just children. Yeah. You don't that's true. spank children. We but call it Arga. 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 What do you call it when you're spanking your wife? Uh, it's or, uh Or are we allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's some fun facts about Sweden, my man, uh, Anders. Always good to have you here, buddy. Well, I love you. it when you come to town. My friend Anders, he and his lovely wife, Katrine, who I've known for... 40 years. And it's a great story, too, because Anders and I met through his wife, who used to be my girlfriend. <laughs> years and years and years and years ago, Flash Ed, she is now my wife's best friend, and the four of us toured the world together. Where are we off to next? We, we were thinking either Japan to see Ryan, or we were doing Rome, Croatia, Berlin, weren't we? Yeah. All right. Some other countries. And, so, and of course, Sweden, of course. Yes. And, of course, copious amounts of alcohol are always involved. Yeah. When trying to keep up with That's the sweets. Yeah, it is a rule. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was good Swedish fun under the midnight sun from the cabin of Crapper Creek. want to thank my dear friend Anders Litterberg from across the pond in Yvla, Sweden, for joining us for this midsummer craziness. It wasn't anything like the movie. Nobody was killed or smashed in the face with a large mallet, so it's all good. Uh, plus, Carmine Peace, legendary rocker. Lovely Maria once again, and of course all of you for tuning in. Don't forget, follow us online live from Crapper Creek, Alaska on the farthest north rock station on the planet, xrock95.9. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. Google search that, find the general store, score some swag. You'll find the Twitter page, you'll find the YouTube page, and of course on Facebook at the X-Rock Morning Show. Until next week, we're going to do it again. The mayor comes back, lovely Maria. More with Carmine talking about the shortest songs in the history of rock and roll. And uh, we've got some real weird, uh, let's see, pickle-flavored soda slogans. Uh, We're going to look at perks to living on a cruise ship. And more TikTok challenges we'd love to see. That's all next week on the podcast. Till then, have a great week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.